Amen. In Hebrews chapter 6, and I will read verse number 7. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 7. And he says it like this, And the earth which drank in the rain that cometh upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, things that accomplish, accompany salvation. Amen. Though we thus speak. Amen. Praise God. I'm expecting better things. Amen. From you. That's what the writer, I'm going to say Paul, was the writer of that. And uh, of course, when you read these three verses, and they are attached to the first six verses, somewhat in their, in their conversation, as the same focus, amen, that it, it's talking about, amen, the, the struggle, I guess I could say, of some people's uh, lives, amen, and, and how their minds can be pulled away from, amen, the very things that God is God is, uh, has done for them. Amen. Now, uh, I, uh, I know that there's 35 verses on marriage of God to his people or the bride. There's 35 different verses where the Bible says that he is married to his church, married to his people. Amen. We are, he's the bridegroom, and we are going to be the bride of Christ, right? And Hosea, when you go back to Hosea, the whole book of Hosea is God orchestrated that. It's, it's, it's just a book that somehow you, you scratch your head when you're reading it and seeing how Hosea, but God was, God was uh, purposed that book, amen, to show his compassionate love and desire for his bride. Even though, Amen. There is, a, there is quite a, a uh, sad story told in that book. But is, is it how that Hosea kept going out and looking and seeking and, and, and so forth? That is, that's typical of what God was trying to say. That's the way I am. God still works on us. God still reaches, amen. And I say us. God still reaches for those that we have been talking about in verses uh, three, four, and five, amen, and, or excuse me, four, five, and six in, in Hebrews there. And I, I said I was going to go back and read some of it, and here's what it says, amen, in the Hebrews, amen, verses four, five, and six, amen. Of, well, I believe verses one, two, and three, first of all. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not lay it again, amen, the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God and of the doctrines of baptisms and laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgments. And this will we do if God permit. Now, whoever the writer was, amen, we'll say it was Paul. Paul was a saying, Amen. Now, these, you can read those three verses and you can know these were spirit filled people. 
They were Holy Ghost filled people. Okay, that uh, that was that was that Paul was uh, preaching to here, and then he turns around and talks to about Amen the uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth verses, Amen of people that were endeavoring to go back to what we would call the uh, the Old Testament law and the offering of sacrifices for sin, and uh, they were they were trying to start up again. Amen. The the ironic priesthood and, and and so forth and 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 going back and being obedient to the law, which they had never kept it to start with. Amen. Amen. And it, it it gives some very. Uh, I read those scriptures uh, to you uh, the last uh, in well, it's in December, and I will not read them again, but I will read some New Testament scriptures, and then we'll go from there. Number one is Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 16. Ephesians 4 and 16. And uh, we will look at these scriptures and get some, get some food for thought upon them. Ephesians 4, and I said 4 and 9 through 16. Amen, here it is. Amen, now that is he ascended. What is but he that also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. And to he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we would all come unto the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto the perfect man, unto the measure with the statue of the fullness of Christ. In other words, he's given us everything that is needful for you. God does not cut us short of the ability to fulfill what he's asked us to do. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Verse 15, but speaks the truth in love, you may grow into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by which, he, which each joint supplieth according to the effectual workings of the measure of every part, making increase in the body unto the edifying of itself in love. In other words, Paul was writing to the Ephesian church and he was talking about God is, he, God has provided everything for us. Amen. That would, if we would just utilize what He has given to us, if we will utilize the things that God has uh, promised to us, and 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 and, and I'm going to tell you, the Holy Ghost is the greatest thing that ever happened to humankind. We are next to God almost because he put his spirit within us. Amen. So we have no reason not to be really what he wants us to be. Ephesians chapter 4, right there in verse, verse 29. Amen. Read another passage here, verse 24. Let us, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of the edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God 
whereby ye are sealed to the day of redemption. Amen. Now, well, I'm, preaching, I'm reading some of this because uh, when you start reading the fourth, fifth, and sixth verses, it, it brings questions into the mind, amen, of some that has been slack in their life that uh, is there hope for me? And we may ask a few questions here, amen, maybe tonight or amen next Wednesday night. But, uh, but we have been supplied with all sufficiency. Amen. Verse, verse 30, and grieve not the Holy Spirit, excuse me, verse, five, verse 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamoring, evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. And be you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Praise God. Amen. Now the writer, Amen. Paul was writing that, and he was he was saying that the Lord has supplied us with things, but we've got to we've got to not allow not allow things to grow in our hearts and our life, Amen. That would cause us to bring forth bad fruit. Now, we talk about fruit after a while. Amen. I, um, I'm going to skip some other verses of Scripture there. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 10 through 14. And then Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 26 through 29. We will just kind of drop those and go right on. Amen. To tell us, amen. Romans chapter 14 and verse 10 through 12. Amen. The, uh, we'll read those things. Romans chapter 14. Amen, verse 10 through 12. Amen, I hope that we're going to make some headway here of getting over, amen, the first part of this chapter and to recognize the fact that God, he is, he'll do everything he can to save us. I say again, Hosea will tell you just how good, good God is, how merciful God is, how, how, what can I say here? How, uh, how far he will go to try to save you. He'll go purchase you again for the marketplace. Amen? That's what Hosea did. He had to buy his wife again. Romans chapter 14 and verse 10 says it like this, but, but why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou not, amen, at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow, amen, to me, and every tongue shall confess, amen, to God. So then every one of us shall stand according it shall excuse me shall give according of himself to God. Every one of us is going to have to stand before God and give an account of our lives. And so that that would make us, regardless of what you fit. I, I I think that I think that I can. Amen. Verse four, five, and six does not pertain to me. I think I'm, I can still make it to heaven, and I think God still loves me. Amen. But I, 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 I want to make sure when I stand before God that I've, I've tried to do my best. 
And I'm going to tell you something. As I say, I will repeat myself. God gave us every, everything, amen, it's already purchased and paid for if we will just utilize what he's given to us to make us stand before God with clean hands and a pure heart. Amen. And you don't need to throw your, <laughs> I don't know when I said that, but you know, uh, I've, I've heard too many of these stories of a policeman that get behind his car and uh, uh, they turn their lights on and about the time they turn the lights on, out throws their drugs, you know, out the door, out the window as well. You don't need to take it all to the pretty gates and then just try to throw it down going in. You know what I mean? We need to do that tonight. We need to do that when we're here. Don't, don't wait till the, the day before you die and, and say, I'm just going to get ready now. I, I want to be ready so I can help others to get ready so we can all, amen, go rejoicing into heaven. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is going to give us that. Uh, the, I, the Romans chapter 14 verse 10 talks to us about when we get there. We're all going to stand there and he's going to be judged by the deeds or the things that we have done in our bodies. That means after we've got the Holy Ghost. It doesn't mean he's going to judge us, amen, by the sins in our lives. We've supposed to be going to rid of them, right? Amen. But that's a, that's a rewards. Amen. And I want to read Matthew, the 25th chapter. Matthew chapter 25. Uh, and I, I, I will not try to keep you the full length of time tonight, but, but uh, unless I get carried away here. Matthew chapter 25, and I will begin reading at verse 14. And this is Jesus saying, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who calleth his own servants and delivers unto them his goods. And unto one he giveth five talents, to another two talents, to another one talent, to every man according to his several ability. Amen. God is not going to expect something out of you that you didn't have the ability to accomplish. Amen. According to your several ability. Amen. Praise God. And, 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 and then he gave them that and then he, uh, he delivered it to them and he, then he took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents, when, when the Lord comes back, amen, them that received five talents went and traded with the same and made them five other talents, or five talents. And then likewise, he that had received the two talents, he also gained two other talents or other two talents, amen. And he that received the one, you know, you, you've read the story quite a number of times. But, then Jesus told the parable, then he turned around and interpreted it for them. He said, basically, he was going to, he meant he was going to put upon each person the, what he was qualified, able, and what he had the potential of doing. In other words, he is not expecting anything out of any of us that we don't have the ability to perform. Amen. But the sad part here is one of them, amen, he was, uh, he, he didn't 
he didn't use his talent. He didn't, he didn't use that. He didn't, he didn't gain anybody. And, you know, what we're talking about, I think, I think you can, we can understand what, we, what he was talking about is, is souls. Talking about our, our, uh, our reward is going to be according to our accomplishments. And the only thing really is, is, is even salvation to others. Now, I've told this story two or three times, and I, uh, I, I may be missing maybe a lick or two in it, but Clara Clark in the church in Alexander, Louisiana, I heard this, that there's over 500 people in that church that she brought to church and got the Holy Ghost. And I think it was four or five years that she had never been to church. She never missed church. Okay, let's start with she never heard, I don't think she ever missed a church in four or five years. And she never came to church without somebody with her. New persons. What a reward. But all the Lord was asking is whatever you're, you can do, use it for his glory. That's what he was asking. And when the one that buried his talents or he meant he didn't use his talent. He, uh, he, he didn't only get a reward. He didn't get a reward, but he was, he was lost. It was taken away from him. Amen. And then, of course, verse 7 was what we read. Amen. For the earth which drinketh in, amen, the water, the earth which drinks in the water, Amen. It cometh, amen, often upon it, bringeth forth fruit or forth herbs, meat for them, by whose, whom he is dressed, amen, human receiveth blessings from God. And what he's really saying, the dirt, the dirt that drinks the water from heaven, God, amen, gives them, gives them and that, that, that dirt produces fruits amen he's just he's talking here the, the, the writer i think it was paul so okay we'll say paul paul was talking about amen it's just natural for it's natural for the dirt to produce fruits right he, the, he, the, the writer is referring to the soil of the earth producing amen righteous fruits it's what he was trying to, trying to say to us. Amen. Praise God. And receive, it receives life from the water. Amen. That uh, is put in the soil. Revelations chapter 2, 22 and verses 12 through 17. I will not read that. If you want to mark that and you read it later, amen, you can, you can read that. But these verses tells us, amen, that the Jews, that they, they should produce fruits, amen, in their lives. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. Now therefore leaving, amen, the principles, the doctrine, salvation. Let us go on to, re amen, let's go on, amen. So, so I'm going right back to Genesis, or Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. I, 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 verse 1, 2, and 3, it talks about salvation. What It talks, it, it was a Pentecostal church talking about he's Pentecostal people amen because they had 
baptized. They've been got the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then he said, we got to go on because even the earth itself, now just skipping through four, five, and six, even the earth produces after, amen, God watered it. Hallelujah. It's fertile soil. You know, a good saint of God's is good fertile soil for God to use. Amen. As you well know, soil produces after, amen, it's kind. Whatever's planted, amen, comes up. Praise God. And every one of us as sowers should be. Amen. And uh, it's, it's our responsibility to, amen, to make sure that somewhere in our lives we, we, we need to start producing fruits. And I will confess to you, myself, and all of the rest of us, and I think, I think we are getting kind of wound up for the, uh, for the home Bible studies and, uh, and, and the prayer groups. And uh, they will be starting here shortly. And uh, we, will, uh, we'll, we need to get involved in those in some way if we can. Amen. I, I said we, we need to get involved in those in some way if we can. Praise God. Because I, I do believe, I do believe this church has the potential. Maybe, maybe not all of us, maybe it has, uh, I, I know I don't, but Brother Harrelson's got five talents. Maybe I got one or two, but I certainly don't want my one to be buried somewhere. How about you? If I, if I'm really going to say this, what I think that, the Lord was trying to say in these scriptures, every one of us has got at least one talent. Amen. He's going to expect something out of us. He's going to expect a reproduction. Amen. Something. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go back to Matthew again and read some scriptures. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Matthew, the seventh chapter. Now, Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to begin reading at verse number 15. We, these, are, these are somewhat familiar to us, but I want to compare them, or parallel them to things. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but, but inwardly they are raving wolves. You shall know them by their fruit. Now, Jesus was saying, amen, that... Uh, there is some false prophets and what they are producing, amen, is not good fruit. And you'll know them by the fruit that they display. And, uh, and, and you, you, you're going to know them by their fruits, amen. And do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. But a corrupt tree, or a, 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 a false prophet, or that's what he's referring to, a corrupt tree, amen, is going to bring forth some evil fruits. Amen. I tell you, I tell you when, when you find, amen, that there is, there is a, 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 
religion, or I could I couldn't say religion, but there is a belief that you can just get by with everything. You know, Jesus is oh he he's a very good God and he forgives and so so forth. This just we can just live any way we want to. I tell you, you know that some false false prophets been speaking, whether it was a person or just a thought that goes through the mind, come from the devil. Amen. Good trees, righteous people, produce righteous righteous fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. So Jesus was talking about exactly the same thing that, that Hebrews is talking about. Amen. Producing fruit. And you're going to produce after what you are. Amen. Oh, I, 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 I could just roam around there with a lot of things, but I don't want to roam around with too much. But verse number 8 of Hebrews. Let's go back to verse, Hebrews verse 8, and we will read that scripture, and then I'm going to, maybe I don't know for sure. Verse number 8. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. The writer of Hebrews said, now, he talked about fourth, fifth, and sixth verses about, you know, about them going back and there was no more sacrifice for sins. Then he started talking about fruits, amen, that we're supposed to be producing. And then verse number eight, amen, says that they, 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 they which bear briars or thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing whose end is to be burned. Now, he's referring to people. Amen? So we're not still out of the fourth, fifth, and sixth verses somewhat. But he's saying, I, now I want, you to, I want to see some fruit from your life. I want to see some fruit from you, from your life. Amen. We've got to produce fruit of some sort. We are producing fruit of some sort. Amen. And uh, oh, let's just flip the pages over here a little bit and, and uh, turn back to Galatians. Now, I'm sure that all of us are very, very familiar. I think Brother Harrelson read this this week, this last weekend. Amen, I can't remember exactly. but Galatians chapter 5, and it says it like this. Amen, we begin reading it, verse number 19. Now, the works of the flesh. Now, here it's works, but basically it's the fruits of the flesh are manifested, amen, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variances, emulations, and wrath, and strife, and sedations, and heresies. That covers a lots of things. But what we could use here is saying, now these are the fruits 
Amen. These are the works of the flesh, or this is the fruits of a person's life. Amen. Same thing is, same thing as here it was in Hebrews. Amen. These are fruits that comes from a person's life. False prophet, we call it whatever. But it's just a person that's living, amen, outside the realm of God. And his, his life is manifesting all of these things, envies and murders and drunkenness and reveling. I'm not even going to stop and uh, use each one of these words or anything. And such like, of which I tell you, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. None of those things are good fruit at all. Amen. And I don't I, I can't name the fruits there, but each one of them you, you know it's a bad fruit. It's a bad fruit. That's a bad fruit. That's a bad fruit. That's not going to produce anything good. Okay? And then, Amen, he you can read on and you would talk about Amen the fruits of the Spirit. Now, he was saying when you're doing these works of the flesh, you're just using producing bad fruits, all you're doing, because the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. This is, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, and so forth. Praise God. Amen. Now, we are all, we're all producing some type of fruit. We're all, amen, fruit-bearing trees. And that's where that's what he was using trees, amen. And it's warnings like four, five, and six, verse four, five, and six, and seven through nine is also warning us, amen, that we have got to produce some fruit. Amen. Or some way, amen, we are we're outside the realm of what God intends for our life to be. Amen. He said they were they were nigh unto cursing whose end is to be burned. Amen. That is a place where our minds should be focused upon the things that God, amen, wants to do in our lives. Amen. Every saint of the Lord that's here, you have the potential to be in doing great things for the Lord. Amen. You have the potential. That word in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 19, I want to read part of that from the Moffat's translation. Now, the works of the flesh. Now, Moffat's translation says, now the deeds of the flesh are quite obvious. And then start reading, amen, 19 on. And then uh, the 20th century New Testament says, the sins of our earthly nature produces this fruit. Now, can I read, read that? Amen. Now, the works of the flesh are, are manifested, which are these. Now, the sins of our nature produces this kind of fruit. Amen. So, uh, so we're, we're, I'm, 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 I'm on the same subject. Amen. We are producing fruit. Amen. I want to go now back to Luke, and then I'm going to, I will conclude with that, this one, Luke chapter 8. 
All, all of these things are in the, in the scriptures, and uh, they're allegories, and they're typologies, and, and they're examples. And here Jesus is going to use something. Luke chapter 8 and verse number 5. May, I could back up maybe. Let's back up just, just to verse 4. Amen. I, I got it written down to verses 1 through 9. But chapter 5 says, And the sower went to sow. And his seed, as, as he sowed, some felt by the wayside. Amen. And it was trotted down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell on rocky ground, or rocky, and as, as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruits. Amen. And hundredfold. And, of course, others say other 15, so forth. But what Jesus was saying here that Luke was writing down, that he was basically saying, like what I'm teaching tonight. I don't know. I hope I'm getting across something. But uh, I hope I am trying to throw out some seeds that will say, you know, I, uh, I, really, I really want to produce some good fruit. I, 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 I don't want what I'm saying tonight, or brother, I don't want what Brother Patterson's saying. I don't want, I don't want that just to just go by and say, well, church is over, and I can forget what's said. Every one of us, please, listen, every one of us ought to be seeking ways that we can produce spiritual fruit. What can I do? What ability do I have? Hello? What, how many talents do I have? What talent do I have that I feel like I could use for God? And Jesus was talking about the types of soil or the types of hearts that when the word of God was preached, when the word of God was taught, when the spirit of the Lord moved, and when the spirit of the Lord spoke, that there was... It just needs, it needs some good soil. Amen. Now, there's verse, verse 7. Let's talk about the rain that comes down. It comes down and, and it hits the, hits the dirt. And that dirt, amen, has got seed in it and it just springs up, right? Well, Jesus told this parable and he was saying that, you know, it, it's got to have some good soil to really produce something. There is, there is people. Let me tell you, I, I was praying last night, and I, I, I do know I was looking around, I was looking around at a Sunday crowd, you know, in my mind. And somehow, I don't know where it was the Lord told me, or I was just speaking for the Lord, but there is a revival sitting on the pews of our church. There is there is many people that doesn't have the Holy Ghost in our church right now. We could have revival and not even another person come. And I tell you what, I want the Holy Ghost to start moving in this place until, amen, the, the Spirit draws them. Now, I, I, I told this story 
several times in year, in years past, and it's been a long time since I told it. The sister Vesta Mangan was in, in London, England. And I don't remember what the store, name of the store was now she was going into. She was over there ministering, and uh, so she decided she'd go shopping. And she was going in the door of this big department store. And when she was going in, another person was coming out. And when they met, she turned, the, the other lady turned and grabbed her. And she said, what you got? What do you got? And she was, Sister Mandel was kind of startled. And she kind of felt like, she said, I felt something on you. She said, I've got the Holy Ghost. And, and she said, I want it. She dropped on her knees right in the doorway. Sister Mandel laid her hands on her and the Lord filled her with the Holy Ghost. Sensitivity to the Spirit. Amen. Happens in good soil. Good soil produces good fruit. It, it's just a stony ground. It's that, amen, uh, thorny ground that somehow gets choked out. And, and, and the Word of God, the Word of God is good seed. It's just the soil. It's just the soil that needs a lot of water. Verse number seven. Amen. Oh, God, help us. Oh, God, help us. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, shall we stand? I'm, I'm going to kind of blow a little sermon that I've got. Think, I'm, but I'm not going to blow the sermon. I'm going to preach it one of these days. Lord, help me to get. But Jesus, he called his 12 disciples. And then a few weeks or months later, he sent them out. I want you to go out. And they went this way and uh, they went that way. He sent them out and he gave them power to use his name cast out devils, amen, to heal the sick, raise the dead. And these folks had never been in the church but just a few weeks or months, and they didn't have the Holy Ghost. They didn't have a script. They didn't even have two coats. He gave them nothing but his name. I'll give you the power. And they believed it so strongly that when they came back, it was happening. Amen. We got more than they had. Hear me? We've got more than they had. And I read that I was condemned in my own heart that I've got the Holy Ghost and still, amen, struggle and, and, and so forth. I want to tell you something. There's, the Bible is full of potential if we could believe what has been written and we could accept it as God's with us. And he worked with them with signs and wonders. The Lord, went, Jesus wasn't there. He left them, amen, just saying, use my name. And they believed it. <laughs> they really believed it. 
And so it happened. God help us, Lord. I thank you for your word. It condemns us. It makes us feel bad. And God, I know that when we go through the sixth chapter of Hebrews, it, God 